The Fairness in Hell Act of 2275 requires me to inform you that if you can best me in a fiddle contest, you win back Bender's soul, as well as a solid gold fiddle. Welcome to the world of tomorrow! Yes, welcome to Two Bad Neighbors in the 31st Century, a Simpsons podcast that became a Futurama podcast, hosted by a robot man and his immortal friend. I am one of your hosts. Hosts. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts. Greg. Greg Bot. Is that a bug in the new software? Ah. Uh, you forget how to pluralize words? Uh, yeah, I, I guess so. Um you better keep that one. up for the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, I am Gregbot 1.8. Uh huh. And um, there's a something something in the gears right now. Yeah, I don't know what what that's all about. Um, they tell me I'm better at spell checking now, though. Mm. So that's that might good. that might be what's wrong because there's yeah. a bug in the spell check software. That makes sense. Um, that tracks. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm Alan. I'm the other host. Hello. Hi, have some fun with it. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're here to talk about another episode of Futurama, baby! Or are we? Or are we? <laughs> um, prediction. Yes. We'll talk about hell. <laughs> yeah, probably a little <laughs> bit. Um, I saw Scream. Yes. You got screamed. I got screamed. Yeah. Did you scream in your jeans? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like saying that as I was saying it. <laughs> yeah, it was gross. <laughs> Good pun, though. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Solid wordplay. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's that's the thing. My go-to is just the wordplay, and it's I don't early think about after- the implications. Well, the thing is, it's early afternoon. I think it's a little early for us to be that blue. <laughs> Right, but if you're listening to this late at night, then, then it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Post there you go. 10 p.m. Yeah, so only listen to... If you're listening to this right now and it's not after 10 p.m., be offended. Stop it. Yeah. And start it again after 10 p.m. Then and you then can, you'll you'll then, think it's yeah. a very funny yeah. joke and uh, um, not to... Ribald? Ribald. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I forgot how to pronounce Something it. ribald, I hope. <laughs> And I remember how to pronounce it because of my upgrades. Right, right. Upgrade. Upgrade? (laughs) Upgrades? I'm spelling it with a five in my head. Oh, boy. Um, Why is it 1.8? Did we talk about this? Because we're on episode nine right Mm -hmm. now. So shouldn't it be a 1.9? You would think so, but that would mean I would have started as 1.1. Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. It's a... a, uh, (laughs) Like century thing similar to like when you say yes. like currently we're in the 21st century yes even though it's the two the 2000 century it's needlessly complicated yeah. <laughs> that means you that makes you it makes you because there's a year zero idiots yeah. it yeah. makes you stop think about it or there's no for longer yeah. than you should yes and then say it there's no year zero there's no year zero no, no. It started with year, year one does it because year zero would imply uh, the absence of a year mm. So it goes like BCE uh, one, one, and then C- and then CE one. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No year zero. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a brief period on uh, New Year's Eve of BCE 1 uh, where there's like time and space stand still because time doesn't exist very briefly until you're into minute one of year one. And that's the zero time. That is the zero time, yes. Mm. You know because you were there. I was there. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> How do I walk into these all the time? <laughs> I don't know if it's walking in or just like you're subconsciously embracing the bit. It's really not the latter. I think it might be. It's if it's not. well, it's the, if it's the subconscious, it's subconscious, you're right. Then you have I no way know. of denying it. You're right. So, subconscious is a dick. Yeah, I have worked my way into a way that I can't lose. So you've incepted me, if you will, a little. You've. Uh, Invaded my dreams mm-hmm. and implanted memories and thoughts and mm-hmm. ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, much to the chagrin of Maul, who's trying to kill you. Your dead wife? Or, yeah. <laughs> or is she my dead wife? I don't know. I couldn't remember. It's am, one of our dead wives. Am I DiCaprio? Right yeah, now? I, I think so. Okay. I think you're, I'm. Uh, you're Killian, Killian Murphy? Murphy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great. Um. Anyway, you saw Scream. How did, how did you like it? I liked it a lot. Yeah, good. Yeah. I also really liked it. Um, maybe we'll do a Cinepels on it. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I liked it a lot. It had enough um, had enough new stuff that I was into um, and enough old stuff that I was into. Yeah. Uh, I like, in every Scream movie, Nev Campbell's uh, evolution of the character mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Every time she comes back. I like back. that she's always, she's in them all, you know? Yeah, I like that. Because very it'd be very easy, especially with this one, yeah. but especially with four, especially with any of them, uh, <laughs> to just like move on especially and have like- Especially Lisa. Especially Lisa. Uh, to have Ghostface just terrorizing a new group of people, yep. you know? And and none of the old people, like that's what a lot of, I think the majority of horror franchises usually do, right? Like the the killer's the constant, mm-hmm. not the- the victims, as it were. This is the opposite. This is the opposite. It's the the killer's always ever changing because yeah. he gets murdered, he or she, or gets she. murdered at the end of uh, all the screams. Almost, Spoilers for every scream. Almost movie. as often as he. Yes, it is she. That's true. Almost. That's true. Yep. Hey, that's true. Wow, <laughs> what's happening right now? I don't know. Is that a character? <laughs> no, I think that's like something that James would do. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. Well, he was thinking. Well, he was thinking for uh, something else to say. <laughs> well, putting uh, past and future guest James Wade on blast. I don't mean to. Um, I do. But I guess if if that's what I'm doing, then yeah, I'm doing it. Uh, Come on and defend yourself, coward. Yeah, we know you're in the same city as us now. <laughs> we found you. Yeah. You're around. You're around. You're very. It's very easy to see you now. Yeah. Why haven't you called? Or what? You got some kind of baby? Texted or. <laughs> emailed yeah anything really. i would accept an email i'd accept a facebook messenger message i would accept a re-reply to our second save the date that would be great <laughs> yeah james are you coming to the wedding or what or what what's happening yeah come on rsvp it's respond silvu play it's polite rsvp you dick is that what it is yeah response s'il vous plaît répondez s'il vous plaît that's what that is that's what rsvp stands for i hate for. that <laughs> 
It's just <laughs> it's just been swallowed up by culture. I hate it to just be the acronym. I wish but it was. I wish we just said it. You re- wish so- we just said respond, please. Respond, s'il vous plaît. Oh, you wish that we said that rather yeah. than RSVP. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I probably said the, the I probably said the respond thing wrong again. That's fine. But I thought you I thought you meant you hated the the actual the French. Yeah, the French part. in general. <laughs> yeah, I you don't hate the people who are French. I don't. <laughs> oh, good. Because we have some French listeners, I think. Yeah, and and me and you. Yes, and you're a French listener, French Canadian. Oh, I see. Yeah, I mean, I've got some roots in in le français. I mean, you can speak it. I can speak it not perfectly. Like, uh, don't challenge me. A on lot it. better than me, at least. <laughs> well, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm actually, a high bar to clear. <laughs> well, no, I'm. I'm. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I can't speak a word of French. I didn't know what RSVP was. That seems really obvious. <laughs> yeah, I thought everyone knew that. Yeah, well, but I guess you if know, you don't know French, yeah. you never would have thought to. Like, what did you, did you just think it was a random acronym that? Or did you think it was an acronym, or did you think it was just like a like RSVP was its thing? I knew its it was thing. an acronym, but I mm. never thought of <laughs> never figuring out deeper. what it was because, <laughs> like, I know what it means as an acronym, and if I ever saw it, I'd be like, "That's probably what that is." Yeah, because those are very those are four specific letters. See, now I'm I'm uh, lamenting the fact that I didn't ask you what do you think RSVP stands for. Yeah, that would have been and a great start to, of the bit <laughs> to go into, like, because I think please. Yeah. Would have made sense if yeah. you thought, you know, the P stood for please, but then what the what's the RSV then? I have it. Okay. I have it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so R uh-huh. obviously respond. Okay. <laughs> uh, so here it is. <laughs> oh boy. Here it's it falling apart already. <laughs> Two letters in. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> You said you had it. <laughs> I assumed you had it. You weren't going to I do. jazz on the spot. <laughs> I'm weeping. <laughs> I, I have it. Okay, I have okay, it. okay. I have it. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's it's, it's respond, uh-huh. sir, sir or madam. <laughs> Right, this the the S stands for Sir Slash Madam. Yes, got it. Very soon, please. <laughs> right, so the V is, is hyphenated. Is very soon. <laughs> very soon. <laughs> well, from now on, that's what I believe it stands for. Right. <laughs> Respond, sir or madam, very soon, please. Yes. All right, so James, <laughs> respond, sir or madam, very soon, please. Oh, yeah, this is all directed to James. Yeah, all, all, all towards James. <laughs> Everyone else has RSVP'd. He's literally yeah. the only one left, right? Yeah, and yeah. he better do it soon. He's emceeing. Oh. <laughs> now, what do you think MC stands for? Um, maitre d' of ceremony. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yep, it's also French. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I'm great with acronyms. <laughs> That's in your new programming. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? Scream. Uh, yeah. Scream's great. Yeah. Um, I liked it. Saw a couple of more movies. Yeah? Yeah. I saw Spencer. 
Oh yeah, I heard that's good. Yeah, it's very arty. I, I, yeah, I would like, I would like to see that. Yeah, they shoot the hell out of whatever palace they filmed it in. Cool, um, which is really fun. Um, Kristen Stewart's great. Yeah, which I mean, kind of goes without saying. I think at this point. Yeah. Um, and I also saw Escape Room Tournament of Champions. Hell yeah! <laughs> you went to the TOC. I did. It was the theatrical cut. Yeah, I don't know what cut I saw. I saw it in theaters, so I assume theatrical. Yeah, that would have been. Yeah. Um, spoilers for Escape Room, I guess, but it has uh, what's her name, Deborah Ann Wall. Deborah Ann Wall, yeah, yeah. She's in the theatrical. She's not in the okay, extended. That's yeah. I knew that there was that was the shift, but I couldn't remember which version. Is well, there's also like another. There's like a prologue and an epilogue in the extended. In the, in the is it extended or is it director's cut? Extended. It's extended yeah. cut is what they're yeah parlance they're using yeah. Interesting. Um, weird. Yeah. Weird that there was two very different films, yeah. arguably. Great movie. But yeah, I mean, it fucking rules. <laughs> it's so fun. What was your favorite room? Uh, ooh. Uh, I think the bank. Me too. Yeah. I think just because it felt the most, like, plausible. Yeah. It felt the most plausible, and like an escape room, it felt like it had some nods to entrapment, which, right. is, which is fun. Yeah. And it also had the... The, the, the solution the, also kind of like made sense. It like, did, yeah. But it also had like this, the, uh, a very very tough thing to keep. Uh, it, it's a very very tough thing to keep a level of tension in real time, mm. and they managed to make a ten minute, like the the, the ten minutes of oh, real sure. time yeah. sequence feel like it's really really tense and feel like it's happening in real time. I don't know if it's exactly real time, but it's very very close. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. And then, because, uh, man, it's it was like a year ago when I saw it. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, it came out January last year. Yeah. Uh, no, it came out in the summer. Did it, actually? Yeah. It was... It was uh, I'm thinking of Escape Room, the first one. The first one, one yeah. came out in in, in uh, January of whatever year. the I only think, good movie that I came out that year in January. Was it 2020? It might have been, yeah. I think it might have been. And then, yeah, this one came out 2021, but uh, in the summer. And it was literally just dropped into theaters yeah uh with like a week's notice yeah (laughs) because i remember being like oh like that'll be fun when it gets released and then like i think i was at the theater seeing something else and i saw a poster for it and it's like now playing i'm like what the hell (laughs) toc's playing i gotta go (laughs) yeah you got to (laughs) um i hope they make more i think they're fun yeah and they're fun in a way that saw could never be exactly yeah i agree one of the um, things I was talking to um, Mike and Allie about was like these these movies are fun without without like the saw caveat of having everyone's head be filled with like be like a water balloon filled with chili. <laughs> yeah, you're saying that, like it's it's the it's the cleverness or the like interesting like mechanics of saw without the gore. Yeah, and I don't you don't I, yeah I'm need not it. I'm not a fan of the gore. It's um, it's gross in in those movies. Yeah, I like, agree. It's those, the first those movies. One, the are, first one doesn't have gore, really. Not really. Except for at the end, a lot of it's implied, and a lot's implied, and that's why I think it was such a banger. Yeah, like, I still think Saw One fucking rules. I watched it again recently, and yeah, it in October I watched it. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, this movie's like, it's got some really far fetched, stupid shit in it, yeah, but of overall, it's a banger. Yeah, and then they're progressively worse as they go. Agreed. From everyone I've seen. And I think I've seen all of them. <laughs> I I've didn't watch Spiral. Seen, I've seen all of I them except I open the book Jigsaw. I've seen all of them See, except... See, I watched Jigsaw because it was on TV randomly one day. And I was like, I'll give this a shot. Sure. And it's bad. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I saw Spiral. It's like a laser pyramid or some shit that like slices a guy's head. So between the two of us, we've uh-huh. seen the whole... Yeah. 
saga. You've opened the book. I've opened the book. Yeah. Yes. I've opened the book. I read the book. Um, I won't be going back to it. No? Did you check out the glossary at the end of the book? <laughs> yeah. Um, I always do. Yeah. And it turns out there it was not of substance. It, there's, you know, it was nothing. <laughs> the glossary is <laughs> entry one, spiral. Yeah. <laughs> turns two, out saw. Turns out Chris Rock, not a great actor. Ooh. Shots fired. I mean, I, 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 I can't think of what, like, what has he done? <laughs> we were talking about this the other day. Like, yeah, good hair. D- never saw it. No, me neither. But like, that's a movie. But like, what was his? Because I know obviously Fargo, he's he mostly known as Justin like stand up. Right? Yeah, I didn't watch that season. But like, he was no Simo, no Slimone, no Slimone. He, he was no Slimone for his stand up, for his uh, upstand, for and for uh, SNL. Right? Like he was yeah. on SNL yeah. or. Did he just host? No, he was on he SNL was on, for okay. a couple years. Um, but then, like, he became his big, like, icon that I, I knew Wildly successful stand-up. And, and I was just thinking, I was like, was he in, like, was there a movie that, like, was, like, his movie? Or did he, because I know he did some, he did movies. Like, yep. what was that one? It was, like, Head of State, I think it's called. Um, where he plays, I think, like the first black head of state or something, and but he's like a comedian. Or I saw that show. movie on an airplane. Uh, was he in? Uh, um, oh, he was in uh, Dogma, right? I guess. <laughs> was he? He was like one of the apostles or some shit. Probably. It's been so long since I watched Dogma. Um, yeah. I'm just try- I'm trying to think of like something that made him like such a giant star like because he didn't have like Eddie Murphy uh, movies you know what I mean where like Beverly Hills Cop and like that kind of thing where it's like oh yeah he's like he's clearly a star he's he's a comedian who has uh, transferred to the big screen and now let's put him in a lot of movies like the first time I really knew of him was in Lethal Weapon Four sure which I haven't seen it's not good I haven't watched any of the Lethal Weapons I don't really care about Lethal Weapon. Um, like Lethal Weapon three and four are both not good. Yeah, is that does Joe Pesci show up in three, mm-hmm. and then Chris Rock's in four, and Jet Li, and Jet Li. Wow, yeah, <laughs> weird. Yeah, um, of course. Then it's uh, Rob McElhenney and Glenn Howerton in five. Yeah. Um, yep. And six. Yep. Oh, uh, boy. Madagascar. Yeah. That's what he. That's that's the thing. Yeah. He's probably most known for. I fortunately think, for him. I think I love my wife. Also, director, producer, and writer. Oh, I mean that. I've never seen it, but it sounds bad. Yep. Um, <laughs> you should know. You should know that. I think. Yeah, you should. Like, yeah. it shouldn't be a like. You, you should know. Oh, grown ups. He's in grown ups. Oh, sure. Yeah, he did. He, He's in grown ups too. He, yeah, he became a bit of a Sandler. Uh, uh, in the in the Sandler gang for without a while, having he, to, yeah, like he didn't have to do that. He's not no. like a David Spade where it's like <laughs> this is the only work he's gonna get, <laughs> right? Um, what was his '90s output? That's what because like I feel like the '90s output is what I might recognize if maybe if All any. Right. <laughs> New Jack City, no. Boomerang, no. CB4, no. The Immortals, no. Panther, Panther. Sergeant Bilko. Sergeant Bilko. I know that one. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a Steve Martin. Yeah. Beverly Hills Ninja. Oh yeah, he's in he's in yeah, okay. That might be but that's <laughs> also, honestly that's that, also not a Chris Rock movie. That's a clearly it's a, like, it's a Chris Farley movie, but yeah. but to be honest, that might be the first movie that I because I was such a Chris Farley like head 
that that's probably the first movie I saw that I was like, who's this guy? Right. You know, and so like the first thing I noted him in was probably Beverly Hills Ninja. Right. Um, Dogma, right? I was he, yeah. He's in that? Dogma. Yeah. yeah. He's in Doctor Doolittle, the Eddie okay, Murphy sure. movie. Yeah, yeah. As a voice of as one voice, of the animals. Of course, yeah. He's also in Which Beverly one is he? Hills the Cop fucking Two. Duck. Like, he's Rodney. He's huh? He's Rodney. Who's Rodney? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a rat, maybe. Uh, I mean. <laughs> Okay, voice cast as Rodney, you're close, a guinea pig. Okay. Owned by the Doolittle family. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't know if that makes sense, but that, no, that's... Nothing about Dr. No, Doolittle like, makes sense. No, it doesn't sense. make sense per yeah. se, but it's not It's not weird, I guess. This anyway. is with, like, Dr. Doolittle with Eddie Murphy is without a doubt the best Dr. Doolittle movie, right? I, I mean, I've only seen one Doolittle film. Which Which one's that? Doolittle, do <laughs> because right, you and were you were the only person in the city of Calgary who went and saw I that movie in theaters. Was, it was in the newly uh, opened uh, Landmark Cinemas at Market Mall. Got to that. I was so excited. It was right by my house yeah. when I lived near there, and it was it was January and February of 2020. I went to see three different films in yeah. that theater, uh, and then uh, everything shut down. Yeah, so. But Doolittle was, I mean, it was, fuck you, it's January, so it's like, sure. there's nothing out, and yeah. I was like, I want to go see a movie. I'm like, oh, whatever, I'll see Doolittle. It's mm-hmm. probably going to be bad, but, you know, Downey Jr. can be charming. He, uh, spoilers, he's not charming in nope. this movie. No. Nope. Uh, did you ever watch it? Did you end uh-huh. up watching it? Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so, like, bafflingly bad. Yeah. Um, that it's kind of a, kind of a... Uh, it truly it's feels... One, it's one of those things where I'm like... Like like this this is this is insane that this exists. Yes, you know it's not just like oh that was a bland or a boring movie or something I didn't like. I'm like this is insane. This got greenlighted and everyone agreed to release this <laughs> as is. <laughs> That's baffling to me. He gives a dragon a colonoscopy. <laughs> yep, that's the that's the climax, that's the climax of the movie. Of the film. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, anyway. Uh, head of State. Uh, just uh, tell me if I'm remembering that movie wrong. Sorry, I need to go back to Doolittle for a okay. second. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna look up Chris Rock because I just need to. I just need to to. I will. I just wanted to clarify how much they spent on that movie, and the reported budget was 175 million dollars um, for the first Doctor Doolittle with no, Eddie Murphy. No, no. Oh. For Robert for, Downey Oh, Jr. the RDJ one. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. That's um. That's too much. Uh, the budget for the good Doctor Doolittle movie was seventy-one million. All right, with Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I imagine most of that went to and Eddie it was Murphy. Like thirty years ago, but and the voice cast, yeah, because it's a stacked voice cast. Yeah, it's also a stacked voice cast in the Doolittle with Robert Downey Jr. But they're all bad. <laughs> um. Yeah. Who's in that? You got uh, Tom Holland as a doggy, I believe. And yes, he's he was also in Head of State. Okay. Um, the that he's he's a director, producer, and writer of Head Head of State. Wow. So that's uh, that is a Chris Rock um, Down to Earth. That was the other one I was trying to remember. I know that one. <laughs> down to Earth. He's like an angel. Yeah. And he comes down to Earth. Yeah. And he like falls in love or something. Osmosis ba- Jones is it just like a shitty my... version of City of Angels. Yes. Osmosis Jones is my favorite Chris Rock performance. Osmosis Jones? Who does he play? Osmosis, Osmosis Jones, Jones himself? Yeah. <laughs> That's not Orlando Jones? No. Nope. Osmosis Jones? No, that would be... Um, I think that would be bad. <laughs> Is Orlando Jones in that? <laughs> I don't think so. Right. But don't make me look it up. I won't. Um, what was it? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, w- I wanted to know... I wanted to see the IMDb synopsis for Down to Earth, because I, I think he's not an angel. 
After dying before his time, an aspiring black comic gets a second shot at life by being placed in the body of a wealthy white businessman. Right. It's fucking, like, it's that thing. Yeah, it's It's that thing. It's like, now you're a white guy. I saw both those movies on a plane. Wow. Head of state. Chris Rock. And down to Bringing in the money for the plane companies. Well, why not? (laughs) Um, Osmosis Jones... Uh, has Lawrence Fishburne, David Hyde Pierce, William Shatner, Bill Murray, Molly Shannon, Chris Elliott. No, no Orlando Jones. Hmm. Seems mm. like a missed opportunity. Mm. Mm. He, was, he was starting to pop off around now. Mm. Around then, I should say. 2001. Top five. Evolution. He also did Magnolia. top five, I should say. Oh, I remember that. I just want to say, because he's, he's written and directed a couple of movies. Yeah. Top like, five is a recent one, right? Yeah, 2014. Yeah, because I remember that coming out and being like, that sounds bad. What's the premise again? Follows New York City comedian and film star Andre Allen, rock, who has to confront his past and comedic career while doing an interview with journalist Chelsea Brown. Yeah. Played by Rosario Dawson. I like her. Yeah, got great reviews. Um, from Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Did yeah. I watch this? <laughs> I might have watched this movie. But he's been like anything about he's it. been doing consistent work. I don't know. We should anyway, we should stop we should talking, stop talking about, about Chris this. Rock. Uh, but he's weirdly directed a bunch of movies. <laughs> yeah, and written them like because he wrote Spiral. Right, that was the whole thing. Is he was like, I got a, I got a new take on Saw, and he did. Uh, yeah, what's the new take? Do you- uh, the Saw killer kills cops. Oh, okay. So it's like an A-cab thing. Yes. <laughs> it's very much that. Yeah. All of them. He's like, yeah. I'm going to get you all. Welcome to twenty, the 2020s. Yeah. Um, police are no longer viewed as uh, pariahs or uh, good. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. They should be taken to task. You know what's funny? You know what I thought about? How in... Uh, because of Scream, basically... Mm. Just this idea that the the instinct as a viewer, whenever watching a horror film, is like, why don't you call the cops? Call the police. Like that's always the like in ingrained solution to like horrific things to us as a culture. Yeah. Um, but in all reality, like that never works. And like some horror movies, you like play to that, right? Where it's like, yeah, the cops are inept, or like they always get killed and that kind of thing. But but it's still. It it's still so such a common thing of like, well, why didn't they just call the police? Like that like that is like such an obvious solution. And I just I I don't know, I thought it was interesting that you don't really question it. I mean, I didn't really question it growing up, you know? It was just like yeah, the, police should solve everything. Doesn't the Halloween re reboot, the requel deal with that? I haven't seen it. So maybe Oh, um I th- I can't remember which one is Anthony Anderson in? Is he in a Scream movie or is he in Oh, he's in Scream 4. That's the one I'm thinking yeah, yeah, of. That. Yeah. yeah, that's the one I'm thinking Yeah, of. he gets stabbed in the head. Yeah, that's definitely what and I'm thinking And he wanders of. around for a bit. It's, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty gnarly. It's a great death. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he says, uh, what does he say? Fuck, uh, oh, he says, fuck somebody. Bruce Willis. That's what <laughs> He says, right. fuck Bruce Willis, because right. I think they're talking about Die Hard um, right. in the movie. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you know where all those cops are going to go? Mm, I don't know. Robot hell. Great. <laughs> It's 
it's uh, it's called a transition, Greg. Yep. Because <laughs> we're here to talk, of course, about Hell is Other Robots, the ninth episode of season one of Futurama, written by Eric Kaplan, directed by Rich Moore, original air date May 18th, 1999, a day before my 24th birthday. Your 24th I mean my birthday. 14th birthday. <laughs> I mean, my 1,014th birthday. There you go. <laughs> Wait, how old was I? 99? Yeah, I was 14, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, this is, of course, the introduction of the robot devil. Yeah. As well as the preacher bot. Yep. Um, I think that's it for new stuff, but I mean, robot devil is one of my favorite characters. He Even comes he appears in appears only like three times, I think. Yeah, he comes in and absolutely owns this episode. I love him. Yeah. I love him so much in this. Yeah, and I always forget that uh, it's only the third act, really, mm-hmm. that he's in. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got yeah, some I mean, real Mr. Burns in 2001 Greyhounds energy. Yeah, that's true. Because, um, yeah, I mean, also because the original song. Yeah. The first original song in Futurama. And it's good. It's good. It's fun. Yeah. Um, uh, John DiMaggio, who plays uh, Bender, uh, has said that he, because he he can sing, but having to sing in Bender's voice was tough for him, and uh, so I was kind of listening for it this time, and you can kind of tell he's struggling a little bit with like having to sing in that low octave mm-hmm. when he's like, please don't, you know, whatever he says. Um, but uh, Katie Segal, I don't know if you knew this, used to be a backup singer for Bette Midler. I didn't know that. And so she's got a lovely singing voice. She does. Billy West, not so much. Yeah, well, <laughs> at least as Fry. That's true. Which yeah, is he is singing as Fry, which is different. Because I think he, I mean, he does in our next episode. Uh, I think we have some Zap Brannigan singing. Mm. I think he does karaoke in in the next episode. Um, and again, he's doing it as Zap, and he's doing it supposed to be bad. But I, you can still tell, like, no, he could he could sing well if he wanted to. Most voice actors, I imagine, can, especially yeah. if they can do many different voices. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and uh, Dan Castellaneta, of course, we got to shout him out, his first uh, appearance on Futurama as Robot Devil, and uh, he's got a, a great singing voice. He's used many times in Simpsons and now in I Futurama. didn't even know that that was Dan. Really? Until now? Yeah, until just now. What? When you said oh, that. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. well, hey. Homer's back, baby. That's awesome. <laughs> this is a great character. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I remember, because uh, th- we, I think we may have talked about this on the Simpsons feed, of course, but I got like weirdly obsessed with voice actors uh, in my teen years. Mm-hmm. And a big reason was Simpsons. But I think a bigger reason, honestly, was Futurama because my, my memory is finding out that Dan Castellaneta did the voice of the robot devil. And being like, what? You're kidding me. That's Homer? And then realizing through that that he voiced tons of other characters on The Simpsons. Because when I was watching The Simpsons, I would see the credits at the end and I'd recognize all those names. And, you know, internet wasn't really a thing, so I couldn't, like, immediately look things up. And I started to figure out, like, oh, Dan Castellaneta, that's Homer. Julie Kavner, that's Marge. You know, like, I knew the family members based on those names. But I didn't realize how many of them uh, voiced so many other characters on The Simpsons. And yeah, it was my my wormhole <laughs> from figuring out that Dan did Robot Devil that made me kind of delve deeper into that. Do you remember like going into that and being like, this gives me some value. Mm. Like knowing <laughs> people and 
run times of movies. <laughs> Just off the top of your head, that gave you value, and like, and do you feel like your value is like chipped away mm-hmm. by the internet? Like, yeah, yeah. Or it's like, it's it's now everyone it, knows it. Now it's just a race to see who can look it up the fastest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's something to that. I do remember. Again, this is still early internet, but um, you know, Wikipedia didn't exist, for example. Uh huh. Um, and. Just finding out stuff on like message boards or forums and that kind of thing and being like, whoa, that's so cool. And then being able to tell my friends in real life, like, this is a thing I learned. And they're like, whoa, that's cool. You know, and like, yeah, there's there was something fun about the the way information was uh, shared. It's not fun anymore. It's just it's there. not fun. It's just there. And it's so easy to spread misinformation because of it, too, because mm-hmm. everyone just takes everything as gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, the, uh, I said it before. I'll say it again. Internet was a mistake. Uh, burn it all down. Destroy it. Remove it. Cancel the internet. <laughs> You're so old. <laughs> yeah, well, you're a robot. So there. Single tear head explodes. <laughs> head explodes, yeah. Um but yeah, this I mean this is this is a uh not not controversial, but like a a hot button episode in a way. Is it? I mean it was at the time. Um, I guess I mean, the, the Church of Robotology is a religion? clear riff on Scientology. Yeah, and so there was still even in '99 like this air of like we want to lampoon this weird thing, but we're still scared that they'll come after us. Right. Um. Whereas I think now, I mean, there's still some of that now, but like for the most part, I think the general consciousness knows Scientology equals bad, mm. and therefore if people make fun of it. Uh, I'm sure they're still worried about like getting harassed and that kind of thing, but there's a bit more of a like, but it's still the right thing to do um, because everyone is, not everyone, majority of people are, are on the side of Scientology bad, so uh, it's less dangerous in a weird way, but still probably dangerous. I mean, we'll probably get harassed for this episode. Why? Because Scientology bad. Oh, yeah. They're going to, their their algorithm will pick up you know they'll be like hey these guys said the scientology is bad let's get them yeah scientology is bad come at come at me science bros it's yeah it's bad yeah stop it most organized religion is bad yeah but you know scientology is not a real religion so (laughs) why do you say that um because what makes a real religion what makes a real religion yeah thousands of years of tradition alan Mm. so in like year BCE mm. five, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, when uh, Christianity was still nascent mm-hmm. or not exist yet, I don't mm-hmm. know when is year one because Jesus is here. Yeah, <laughs> is that the idea? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Okay, uh, so in year two mm-hmm. <laughs> of the CE, mm-hmm. was it not a real religion yet? Well, no, because it hadn't been founded yet. Okay, when was it founded? <laughs> Not until after his death, really. Okay, when did he die? 33. 30, was he only 33 years old? Yeah. Oh, gone too soon. R.I.P. Yeah, same age as Superman. <laughs> Coincidence? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah. So in, uh, let's say, CE 40. Okay. Uh, would you call Christianity a real religion then? Mm, no. Hmm. So it's just time. I wouldn't call it even a real religion now. Oh. Well, what's a real religion to you? Catholicism. Okay. (laughs) 
So glad you asked. Oh, no. (laughs) What have I done? Oh, no. (laughs) The rest of the episode is just just Greg proselytizing. There's only one true church. I'm not even heard anymore. There's one true church. It is the Church of Catholicism. Because mm-hmm. Jesus turned St. Peter into a rock and built a church on him. What? Hmm? Is that true? And then he turned into a rabbit and ran away. What? <laughs> An Esquilax? And that's why we have Easter. Okay. All of this is true. I mean, Because I, you heard I it on the no, internet. <laughs> I have no reason to not believe you. Yeah, I know. And I hate it. It's all bad, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, I don't I, I don't think even, like, if you're a well-established religion like Catholicism, I don't think you're good. I think it's all... You know what's funny is... I think it's uh, all culty. It is very culty. When, when I was in high school and uh, me and a bunch of friends were big Buffy fans, um, we mostly jokingly, obviously, uh, said we were, like, part of the, the, the Church of Joss. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joss Whedon, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. you've heard of him. Maybe you read that Vulture article. I actually did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I just want to say on the record that I am—I have denounced my uh, ties to the Church of Joss. <laughs> he seems like a bad guy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> the in 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 the grand scheme he just seems like a selfish asshole i mean that's the thing yeah and and, what, and like i think i'm always been on the page of like not always but but now in the year years of the 2020s i'm just like don't 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 uh put people on a pedestal um oh, yeah. ever yeah. because if they've gotten to the point where you've heard of them chances are they're bad yeah, they've probably done some shitty things Just, to get there. It's um, it's the it's the reverse of what they wanted you to believe in the first place, which is like it's it is a kind of a it is an unfortunate binary, but now everyone's guilty until proven innocent, which is just fine for me. It allows me to <laughs> it allows me to watch their work without having to be like, "Oh, this guy's a genius." Oh, yeah. Right? Like um for example, someone's work who I'm who I really like is Mike Flanagan. I mm-hmm. I like his work a lot. I I think he's a I think he's a great writer. I think he's a great creator of television, and probably has some great movies in him. Um, he's already made a few. And what, um, what were his movies? Doctor Sleep right. is the one that right, I right, right. keep going back to. Um, so if he's got any more, bring him on. Point is, uh, he's probably done some bad shit. I have nothing to back that up. This is all <laughs> alleged. But if I believe it, if I think about it, uh-huh. then I'm just like, okay, when it happens, <laughs> then I won't be surprised or upset. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's Hollywood and that's the machine. Mm. And doesn't that just make you upset? They're all going to robot hell. Yeah. I mean, you sell your soul to get there for a fiddle of gold. Yes. And then you end up in robot hell anyway. Absolutely. I mean,. I feel like um, most people in Hollywood uh, may not be inherently evil, but they contribute to a lot of evils. Mm. It's and like Bloodline. Bloodline. Yeah, the Netflix program. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the tagline for Bloodline is, we're not bad people, but we did a bad thing. Okay. Sure. Um. Yeah. You like Bloodline? No, I never watched it. All right. <laughs> it looks like something my dad would watch. It is. 
That is exactly the vibe. <laughs> um, Two brothers with a history. Mm-hmm. Isn't one Kyle Chandler? Yeah. And the other's um, Be- Ben you Mendelsohn? Got you got it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Guess which one's the fuck up? Mendelssohn. Of course. Obviously. Of course. <laughs> I'm it's pretty like sure. Been beat by several sacks of potatoes. Yeah. And then a doorknob. Um, <laughs> I, I think, and this is spoilers for Bloodline, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Ben Mendelssohn's character is dead in the first episode of that show. Uh, but he's still around for like two and a half seasons. Um, I just wanted to see how many seasons Bloodline has. Three. Uh, okay, you know it. Yes, I do. <laughs> You've watched all of them? No. Okay. No, just the first. Um, well, Linda Cardellini's in it. Uh-huh. That's fun. Sam Shepard's in it. Uh-huh. I think it might have been Sissy one Spacek. of his last things that he ever John did. John Leguizamo. These people were all Chloe on Netflix. Savigny. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> you can still watch this show. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Bloodline. Yeah. Uh, bloodlines are bad. What? You know, like like the royal family. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Do you agree? <laughs> the, the like the idea of the royal family specifically? Well, just the or idea of like, like a monarch. Like, well, just know. no, just the idea of like nepotism and like, oh, you're you're my son, so you get to do this thing. Here's cool. a bunch of money. Well, from my perspective, like uh, over here, yes, <laughs> but from the person receiving it, no. Yeah, they think it's great. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's bad. It's all relative. Yeah, but I feel like there's just no 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 accountability for those people. No, there isn't. And so we should stop it. Do you have any um solutions? Yeah, everyone when they're born should be uh removed from their parents. Wow. Upsetting. <laughs> and everyone should be put in the same condition, uh, good good conditions, like like not like uh, you know. I'm glad you specified. <laughs> Everyone should give be given basic needs, uh huh, and basic income and like all that good stuff, uh-huh. and then just see what you do. Away from without your no yeah without knowing who your family is. That sounds awful. Think so? Yeah, I do. Well, I'm gonna write a book. Okay. I I wish you luck with your with your book with my dystopian novel. <laughs> yes, that that does sound like. Wait a minute, that's the Giver, man. Is it? You just described the Giver. I've never seen the or read the Giver. That's what it is. I thought it, I thought the Giver was like someone has the knowledge of all of humanity. That's who the Giver oh, okay. is. Yeah, they're the but only everyone's, one. Everyone's like like uh, carte blanche. Everyone has the same. You know what I mean? Like. There is I should read the giver. There it, you'd love it. It's it's actually really good. I've read the book several times. Yeah, I heard um, the movie's bad though. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. Don't bother with it. The the book is very is is like a lot a lot less literal mm-hmm. than 
Because like there's like flying machines and spaceships in the fucking movie, and you're like, this it doesn't read cool. it doesn't read as sci-fi, right? In the book, got it. You know, it just reads as dystopian. Yeah, yeah. but it, movies have to make movies, it different. Well, I feel like most people who make movies these days, they're like, oh, it's dystopian. Yeah, it's in the future. It's in the it's future. Yeah. It's like kind of, but not really. There's yeah. a whole thing to it that you're missing, and it's very lyrical, and and it's a it's a really good book. Um, the whole idea is that these people are living in a place called the community, ah, and <laughs> capital C, and there are um, like they they get they get assigned their whole thing, and it's the whole like dystopian. What if this goes way t- way 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 too far? Yeah. Um, they are separated from their um, parents at birth because they are born to mothers whose only purpose is to breed, and oh, well, they are uh, inseminated by you know people Dudes. who just donate. <laughs> no, no, like that's oh. not sex. That, oh, it's that just like machine. Them. Yeah, machine. Yeah. Um, See, that sounds bad. And then they're put with a my, family. My view of hang the on, <laughs> they're put with a family. And uh-huh. then uh, when they turn a certain age, which is the age that our friend Jonas, I think his name is, turns in the book, and they are given their task. They are given their vocation. They don't get to choose it? No. Yeah, see, this is not my my view. Well, if you get to choose it when you're bar mitzvahed, you're going to choose fireman. <laughs> Children are stupid. Adults <laughs> must make the rules. So what's Jonas, wrong with fireman, My Jonas dad was is a fireman. What happens to fireman? No, what's wrong with fireman? It's everyone's going to choose fireman <laughs> or 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 astronaut. You know, computer whiz. That's computer I whiz. I put computer paleontologist. Whiz. You know, they're going to. Is that yours? Yeah, and even in the book, they're like they're they're like what like if you could choose what would you want and then like the little girl says what she would want and the parents are like that's stupid <laughs> go to the go to the assignment ceremony <laughs> you're so lucky you don't have to do that get out of here yeah and um it is uh then revealed that Jonas is going to be the receiver which is the hmm. person who receives all of the history of the community and humanity and he becomes the only person who knows what the truth is right right and the giver is the person who gives that to him yeah so it's got elements of my book it does yeah but my book is better your book would be better than this (laughs) award-winning novel yeah i'm calling it (laughs) call him a shot all right well (laughs) i wish mine's gonna be called the taker (laughs) i wish you luck Okay what, okay, what if it was this? What if it was when you're born... First of all, you need to pass some kind of exam uh-huh. <laughs> to be able to have children. You can't be a piece of shit to have children, okay? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> this is in a novel, right? <laughs> yeah. And this isn't dystopian? No, it's probably dystopian. Okay. But I'm just trying to... Because I'm, 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 I'm flat level right there, uh-huh, uh-huh. that's dystopian. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, freedom and all that shit. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Evidently, like this is if this is your if this is not you, but this Listen, is your novel. This is, this is partly me. This is fine. <laughs> I need to I need to just go on record and say it's partly me. Okay. Um, I believe in freedom, of course. However, I believe yep. that if you, 
I, I, I just think there should be, uh, there shouldn't be such an easy way to fuck up a kid's life mm. by being a piece of shit yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I just think that's like like do whatever you want, do drugs, do uh, you know, do, fly around the world. I don't know, like do whatever you want in that sense. So it, as your, long as it doesn't harm others, and it, I do believe that flying around the world <laughs> and doing doing illicit those are two substances are, are, are equivalent. No, not equivalent. <laughs> those are two different options. I was listing different freedoms. I'm gonna <laughs> one is do drugs. I'm gonna go to the Thailand. Is fly around the world or do what's heroin. so hard they're to understand? No, what, no, I didn't say they're the same I thing. <laughs> it's just funny. Continue, please. Um, I just think that if you if you if if the choices you make harm others, then it's a bad thing. And I don't. Well, think, yeah, yeah, that yeah, makes sense. And and that's what I'm saying in terms of this like <laughs> hypothetical dystopian universe that I'm creating in my head right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. is that if there was some way to prevent shitty people from becoming parents, I think it could be uh, a net positive, even if it does trample on freedoms and all that shit. So I get why it will never happen. Mm-hmm. But then what happens is you don't, you, you have a child but they do like a, a, a switcheroo. <laughs> they do like a swap where you get someone else's child. Why? Why is that such an important part? Why must a child be separated from their parents? From their biological parents. Yeah, why? Because I Even think... if they're wanted by those parents. Well, so, so like, for example, there's two sets of parents who have passed this exam. Okay. So they've been deemed acceptable to be parents. Uh-huh. Um, set A are the Wilsons. <laughs> okay. Set B are the Johnsons, uh-huh. right? Uh, they both have a little baby boy. <laughs> okay. Hooray. But then the Wilsons, baby Wilson goes to the Johnson parents, and baby Johnson goes to the Wilson parents. Uh-huh. They still raise them as their own. They still love them, but there's just no bloodline bullshit. <laughs> it's still nepotism, though. Right? Is it? Yeah. Course. Well, if if they do things like it's, you just you, described adoption, right? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm saying adoption should be universal. <laughs> I don't see how that solves your initial problem. Well, I mean, I guess I should have started by saying all of the world's wealth should be distributed equally. <laughs> well, fuck, man, that's where you start. But, like, <laughs> there's layers to this. I'm building it in my head right now. <laughs> uh huh. Just wait, the taker coming to bookshelves near you. Coming this summer, <laughs> I'll I'll be the taker, uh-huh. I'll be the the, ma- the mastermind behind all of this, and that'll be the reveal at the end. Is that oh, there was one person choosing all of our fate. Well, that sucks. Also, yeah. And then they they all kill me. Like I really shouldn't be coming down so hard on you about this because the last time I was doing the villain role, I said I would just like buy the indoors and <laughs> and kick that's true everyone yeah. out and make them. <laughs> if you had a billion dollars or whatever, I, if I had four hundred and thirty eight billion dollars, right. like, I would buy indoors. buy indoors and not allow anyone inside <laughs> ever. Yeah, mine has more thought to it. <laughs> Even if it's inherently flawed. I don't know. It probably is. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. That's the problem with the social structures we've created are so inherent and so just like accepted as fact mm-hmm. that 
There's no room for there's no room for change like yeah. giant change, right? Yeah. Like there's there's very minimal change that happens throughout the years, but so much of it is so ingrained in our society that we're just like like I so so often when I'm like you know, ask like telling people like, hey, like this should do like maybe this shouldn't do this this way, the reaction inevitably is that's just the way things are. Right? But why? Yeah. Wait a minute. And I'm always questioning wait, that. And oftentimes people don't have a response. They're just like, that's how it's done. And it's like, I want to know why. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a thing. Like, try this, like, try this, listeners, with your parents. Yes. Try bringing up the fact that money isn't real. <laughs> uh-huh. Try mentioning it and watch the and and watch their eyes turn into what Bender looks like when he jacks <laughs> when he jacks on. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He's there. There. It it just does not compute. Yeah. The the idea that we made it up and that and we've all accepted it and has worth and we've all accepted that it has worth and that's the only th- the reason that it has worth. Mm-hmm. Like that that Ouroboros. Yeah. It does not the fact that that is the thing that shouldn't compute does not compute with that. Yeah. Like I've, I've been, I, I've spoken with like my parents about, with my parents about that specifically my dad, mm-hmm. friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's like, <laughs> mom, not a friend of the show. <laughs> well, <laughs> hater of the show. <laughs> I wouldn't say hater. Just, um, thinks the show is a waste of time. There you go. <laughs> What else we're we gonna do though? Yeah, exactly. You know, um, I I brought it up and it's and and it's like you, you, I was like the, the why do you care about the debt? Why do yeah. you care about a debt ceiling or the national debt when it's in uh when it's when it goes up to a point where it's like this is an inconceivable amount of money? Mm-hmm. Who cares then? Yeah, like if it's never going to be what what does lowering it's it like, or oh, raising our national it, debt is at four hundred thirty-eight billion? And it's oh. like okay, great. It's, it's it's never going to change then like yeah. <laughs> why do we care the the, the idea of that why ever don't we just say let's make it zero yeah it's the we same. can do that it's the same <laughs> it's the exact same thing as saying our debt is sorry to me saying our debt is 438 billion is the same as saying that it's 3 trillion sure. or 100 trillion yeah. or zero yeah it's it's meaningless it's all meaningless yeah it's just, it's just other, it's just, it's, it's people and countries and people in power just keeping track of what people owe each other. And it just, it's, it's bananas. See, I understand starting there. Sure. In your book. Oh. <laughs> Start there right backwards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right backwards from that. And I think you'll find that um, dystopia comes from both. If you were, if do you think if you were raised by my parents instead of your parents, that you'd still be a, a well-adjusted young boy? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, touche. <Yeah. laughs> I'm not. I've. I'm. I have a. I have serious anxiety. Do you think issues. if you were? Ra- <laughs> <laughs> do you think if we had been switched at birth and your parents raised me and my parents raised you, if we would literally be sitting on opposite ends of the couch right now? If like our lives would be exactly the same but flipped, no. See, I agree. I think nurture and nature are codependent, and I don't think that um, just because you were born into a family, you'll act just like that family. I think you're you learn it. I don't think you would have met me. No, no. Why is that? 
I think, and this is not saying anything about your parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I would have. Um, I think I think I would have gone to a different university. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? Because I think there is something in me mm-hmm. that could not have gone. And this is not. I don't think it's because of my of my parents. Mm-hmm. I think it's because of just me. Mm-hmm. I hope anyway. Yeah. Um, that would have been like. I'm going two hours away. Right. You wanted to go somewhere other than where your parents lived at the time. Yeah. Okay. I think I would have gone to Calgary and literally, like, maybe would have been met there. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Maybe I would have stayed in Calgary. Maybe you would have stayed in Calgary. Or or like Cochrane, whatever. Um, But, see, but the the, the reason I went to Lethbridge is just money. Yes. Right? Yeah. I didn't have money. Yeah. Did you have money? (laughs) You can afford had, to go to a different city. I had, I had. That's more than money than I had. I had that of uh, that budget. Yeah, I had that. But that was part of it. Was that because of your parents? Yes. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. If you had been raised by my parents, maybe you wouldn't have had the money to go two hours away. Maybe not. This is all. See, this is yeah. all interesting. Yeah. Maybe that's the book. Front door, back door. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a An parallel universe. dystopian thriller. <laughs> It's like a sliding doors kind of thing. It's like yeah. a parallel universe where two babies were switched at birth. Sliding back doors. And and you see how how similar yet different their lives were. You should include some butt play either way. <laughs> it's not a it's not a what is it, Chuck Tingle novel. Is doesn't, that, doesn't do you know quite, who Chuck Tingle yes, is? Yes, of course yeah. I know who Chuck Tingle is. Uh, doesn't have to be. You're right. Just a little bit. Okay. A bit. Um just a little tickle on the tingle. <laughs> Sex anyway. is important. What am I saying? <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Um, anyway. Futurama. Futurama's good. <laughs> I really like this episode. I do, too. I think it's, it's one of my faves. I think it's really, really good. Of the good. first season, at least. Yeah. Um, I think there's been a like one other that I would have said. Like uh, I think um, A Giant Piece of Garbage was the first episode that I said was capital G great, yeah. and this is the second one. Yeah, they're really starting to find their stride. Um, I will say, like this episode, and and the garbage one, I think to a degree, uh, are more reminiscent of the of the show as it goes. Yeah. Like, it, they just start to be a little less uh, careful, I guess. With like, they're like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna do, we're gonna go to robot hell. Like, yeah. who gives a shit? You know, like it, they just they just kind of embrace the the kind of like anything goes idea of this future and uh and i think it's better for it because as we said i think the worst episode so far is i roommate mm-hmm. and it's because they just try and do a traditional sitcom and it's like you have this world of possibilities this literal, literal universe of possibilities yeah uh use it you know the only value i think i roommate really has is of an origin story variety yeah you know other than, other than that Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like later on in the season, if you happen to miss it, to, to have missed it, you're like, oh, I wonder why Fry and Bender are roommates. <laughs> oh, there's an episode that explains that. Cool. 
That's how I was. I'm sure. That's I, how I saw it. I know? mean, I've, I don't think I've ever watched a TV show where people are roommates and, and me thinking, why are they roommates? Like, that's. I think that's the beauty of roommates in, in sitcoms is that needs it can be anybody. Story, though. No. Everything needs disagree. an origin story. Let me tell you something I about these things. <laughs> I'm watching season two of Daredevil right now, <laughs> uh, an objectively bad season of television. Um and uh, you know how you were saying in our last episode, mm-hmm. where I was still on season one, yeah. how it is a origin story for his suit? Yep. And <laughs> how that started a trend that is balls-ass shitty? Yeah. Um, paraphrasing. <laughs> of course. Uh, and I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I think they do a, a mild redesign of the I suit. I think they do. I think I remember seasons, that. Yeah. And they light it beautifully in in season two and it looks so good in a bunch of the action sequences but then (laughs) there's an origin story in the first four episodes of his new helmet oh he gets a new mask okay so he has to change the suit and it looks bad again what (laughs) (laughs) why does he have to get a new helmet because uh the punisher shoots him in the head Oh. And it cracks and it the cracks helmet. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, just make a new one. We don't need a whole episode about it. No, we didn't. <laughs> but it's a whole thing that runs through not one, but two episodes. Um, You know, it's funny because the Punisher is such a, uh iconic character in the Marvel comics. Yeah. But I always knew him as the guy from Uh-Oh!, Oh, of course, the um, the Punisher, the, the guy in the gimp suit. Yeah, yeah, who dumps ooze on children. Yeah, wink Yahoo. <laughs> yeah, and is probably like does things for. Do wink. You know what? I, I don't know if we talked about this. Wink Yahoo's a Reiki master now. Oh, did you know this? <laughs> no, why would I know this? But I think you might have mentioned it. <laughs> I definitely posted about it on like Facebook or some shit because right. I I found out and I was like, what? <laughs> right, wink Yahoo from Uh Oh. And he's like, come come with me on my healing journey and, and Reiki and whatever new age bullshit he's mm. spouting. Right. I'm not um I'm not on Facebook, so I missed that. Yeah, well I can't remember where I posted it. Might have been on Instagram. Which you do have. I do have that. Mostly for this. Not as me though. Yeah. I'm no under a different You can't name. find you can't find him anywhere. Yeah. He's off the grid. Yeah. Um, much to some people's chagrin, chagrin I guess. Yeah, I mean credit card companies specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> I would. Like, where's this Wilson? I'd love to be under their skin. <laughs> Get me pictures of Greg Wilson. <laughs> yeah. That's that's uh, Marty MasterCard uh, <laughs> slamming his fist on the desk. <laughs> Get me Wilson. Get me Wilson, I tell you. He's, he's incurring debt and paying it off every month. I don't like it. <laughs> Looks like he has his finances in order. <laughs> you know what that means for us? It kills our business. That's right. <laughs> Our model is based off of people being delinquent. That's right. <laughs> we want you to be in debt. Otherwise, we make no money. That's right. Um, and I just cancel the national in debt. The scene Cash, cancel all debt. You know they're called scene plus points now? Mm. Okay. <laughs> I just thought I would add that to the list of things that I find very stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, everything's got to be plus. Everything's a Disney Plus, Apple TV Plus. South Park tangent here. South Park here. Plus. South Park tangent here. The um, Their post-COVID special episode dropped the other day <laughs> okay. on Paramount Plus. Oh, good. Uh, and the... Uh, <laughs> yes, thank you. Alan's fallen over in the couch. Ah! <laughs> 
And uh, the whole the whole gig is that like Stan comes back to South Park after years being away. He's an adult now, and okay. um, all of the all, all of the stores are like are plus now, mm. like yeah. TJ Maxx Max Plus, <laughs> uh, Applebee's Denny's Plus. Oh sure, yeah they merged. Um, the new strain of COVID is the um, Delta Omicron Plus variant rewards program. <laughs> oh my god. The uh, motel that he stays at is the Super 12 Plus. Okay. They all have subscription Better than services. Super 8? Is yeah. that the idea? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, should we start Boathouse Studios Plus? Is that something we should do? It's called Patreon, bud. <laughs> <laughs> but we should rename it. We should rebrand right. it yeah. to Boathouse Subscribe Plus. Subscribe to Boathouse Studios Plus. Yeah. You'll have access to... Just the Patreon stuff, which yeah. we've been doing this whole time. But it's got a new name. It's got a new name. I want it, I want it, I want it. Yep. She's got a new hat. <laughs> uh, but you like this episode. I like this episode. We haven't talked about it at all. <laughs> That's not true, but just very minimal. Um, it's been an hour. Yeah, we got to start right. wrapping Listen. up soon. <laughs> Well, okay, I introduced this new segment a few episodes ago. I thought it would give us more means to talk about the episode, but like we haven't had a Fry episode in a while. So he's the why of, of Fry. He's along for the ride in this one. The why of Fry. Let's talk. You know what? Here's, here's a good why of Fry. Uh, Bender yeah. becomes uh, born again, whatever you want to call it, right? After he's, being hooked on electricity. Yeah, he, he starts doing drugs yeah. and then uh, goes, sees the light and goes to the robot church. Church or Church of Robotology, mm-hmm. pardon me. Yeah. Um, and Fry and Leela, but mostly Fry, doesn't like this new Bender, right? He's like, I want the old Bender back. Yeah, I want him to do to do sinful shit, and like pushes him to do it because he's just like, I want my old friend back. Um, have you ever had a situation? <laughs> oh, like with a friend who's been has like- a friend ever like become a completely different person? Yep. 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 And have you have you done a similar thing that Fry did to try and get them to be their old self again? Um, and do we think that's a good idea? In a lot of ways, yes, I do. So it did happen. Um, and in this situation, and I think a lot of it is the same with Bender, is that it's just like it's it's not it's treating symptoms, not. The disease. disease, yeah, and it's a it's a band aid at right. best, and when it cracks, it's going to be worse than ever, right? And like, I mean, organized religion can work for people. Yeah. I'm not saying that it can't. It can. It can help people. Spirituality and, yeah. can work. Religion itself can work, and it can help you. But I don't think it's. I don't think it helps you like get over addictions. Yeah, you know if. If it's, you're, it's, if you're it's trading, replacing one addiction yeah, for another. If you're trading yeah. in one for the other, what good is it? Yeah. You know? And that's kind of what it is. And you just gotta like I didn't push this this person to go back or backslide into what they used to be. Mm-hmm. Because what they used to be also wasn't the person that I knew. Sure. You know? Even like because of Bender here, he's on electricity, right? He's on the equivalent of like robot crack. Yeah. And that's not Bender. Right. Right. That's Bender under addiction. And yeah. he goes to find someone who promises him that he will be saved 
So he trades in that addiction for another one, but that's still not Bender. Yeah. The Bender that you know is the person who he was before all of it. And he's just addicted to harmless old alcohol. Which is fuel. <laughs> I know, for robots in this case, yeah. it is true. Yeah. And and it's like <laughs> he was fine before this, truly. Like he was just like sure he was a bit of an asshole, but he was our asshole. You is know? there an addiction episode of The Simpsons? I don't think so. I'm trying to remember. I know there's like he does. The, there's like the weed episode, but that's that's different because weed is not addictive. Um, that that episode's great. That's yeah. Barthood, I mean, it's, it's right? Fine. No, I'm. Uh, I can't remember what it's called now. Um, but it's where where he gets uh, crozy eyes or whatever, and then he oh he has right to get, get weed. Russell Crowe, Cameron Crowe, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but uh, I, you know, I'm because I do. I, I feel like I remember. A Simpsons quote of like, uh, now I'll just go back to harmless old alcohol or something. Am I misremembering that? I can't remember. You don't know. Your eyes are glassy. Uh, I I honestly can't remember. (laughs) I'm trying to figure it out, but I can't remember. But uh, I mean, the closest they come is like Duffless, right? The closest they come to like an addiction. They acknowledge. They acknowledge his his alcoholism without without ever specifically stating it. Yeah. In that particular one. Yeah. And. You can you can really see it because he's got the shakes, you know, right in certain scenes. Yeah, I mean, I guess they all all the characters get addicted to different things in different episodes, and it's not always drug. It's not drugs, though, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Um, I feel like I'm missing. I I like just. I'm sure we'll get a fucking email, <laughs> and someone will be like, uh, "Don't you remember this very popular episode where?" Lisa does heroin or something. I don't know, um, but uh, yeah, this this is a uh, it's it's interesting because yeah, like you said, he's he's become addicted to electricity, or he's like becoming a user of electricity at the very least, and that's what spurs his friends to be like, we need to help him. But it is interesting that their their way of helping him is be like, oh look at like look at this lady's purse. Don't you want to steal it? And like, don't you want like basically don't you want to do all these like really horrible things that you did before you were in the church they're not saying like do like here's electricity you know yeah. like don't you want to have this addiction back definitely yeah. the way he goes about it is weird yeah. they're they're trying to get him to go full circle back like yeah. without having him backslide back into the electricity <laughs> thing <laughs> right. it's yeah. like why not just be like the the idiot that you were yeah. before without the electricity thing which but is but they like, didn't know that he was he was going to go to robot hell because of it no they didn't cuz also he doesn't die no <laughs> So I guess Robot Hell just happens. Yeah. <laughs> like well, if you break a as deal... Soon as, as soon as you sin, yeah. you go to Robot Hell for eternity. Yeah. If you break a, a deal with Robotology, the church of, mm-hmm. you, the robot devil comes and hits you on the head with a pitchfork. That's right. And drags, and drags you away. Robot hell. Um, I did like that the symbol of the church of Robotology is a resistor symbol. Is that what that is? Yep. So this is like resist. Oh, yes. In the in in like uh, electrical circuit yep. diagrams. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's, yeah, the, you know, obviously resist your urges or whatever. This is why we got to get my dad on for one of these episodes. He's a fucking electrical engineer. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe because he was in the Church of Robotology. No, um. he'd love that shit. <laughs> well, we don't need him because I figured it out. You did. You did. We should get him on for like that math episode, the Harlem Globetrotter one. Time keeps on slipping. That's, yeah. uh, that's such a good episode. Um, It is math heavy. I mean, it's not math heavy, but. It's just the fact that all the math is like sound. Yeah. 
<laughs> they do assume i think they there's an episode i can't remember if it's in the original run or if it's one of the newer ones but there's one where they all switch bodies um there's like a machine that like can switch consciousness or whatever but it can only do it one way so like you can't switch i've back. seen that one that's yeah. fun and the the creators came up with a new algorithm uh, in the process of figuring out how to get everyone back into their original body. They right. created a new algorithm. And again, if we talk about it on this, I'm sure we'll talk about that. But mm-hmm. I just think that's that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a good puzzle. Yeah. It's a really good puzzle. Um, Robot Hell's great. Uh, what else do we want to say uh, I about just, the episode? I really like that Futurama has, doesn't really forget that Bender's a robot. Yeah. it's a, It's a simple... It seems like it's a simple thing to not forget because he's a robot and like, but like, so so often in sitcoms they, you just stop treating characters as the characters that they are and just start writing them as the jokes, right? As as just a, a thing for jokes. But like Bender can be such a great delivery device for specific things, and it's just like, isn't it funny that robots get high doing electricity? Yeah, that's a fun thing. It's pretty funny. Yeah. And jacking on, jacking in, jacking, jacking on, on, jacking on, yeah, yeah, instead of off, because <laughs> they don't do that. Yeah, they get um, really close to the whole to to making it like you know sexual, sexual, yeah, with being like, are you jacking on in that bathroom there? Robot sexuality is interesting. It's funny. It's yeah. really funny because <laughs> there is a uh, a sex worker robot mm-hmm. in this episode. Yeah, so clearly that exists. There's been previous episodes where I think uh, he's like looked at centerfolds. I can't remember if that's previous or, you know, coming up. I mean, if there's it's like all the circuits are exposed. And yeah. It's like, oh yeah. Oh you know? yeah. Um, I mean, Femputer comes up in a later episode, and Bender hooks up with Femputer. How do they do it? I don't know. Plugins. Plugins, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's very funny to me <laughs> that. The idea of jacking on can be done <laughs> through a quarter-inch cable. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A cable that is not usually used for conducting electricity mm. in any major way. It's more for sound? It's more for sound, okay. which is, of, of course, yes, electricity flows yeah. through it, but it's like generated by magnets. There's not a very, um, there's not a great amount of charge. Right, you'd think like if he was wanting to like get high on electricity it'd be like just a wire or like you know like a split wire a wire or at least like a familiar three-pronged plug sure like yeah just like an outlet socket yeah kind of thing yeah or but you know what that actually leads me to my favorite tech oh great of the episode which is Is fenderbot (laughs) fender fender i believe he's just called fender yeah yeah Fender, the robot amp. <laughs> I love that thing because he looks like a Fender vibe or a reverb. Um, hang on one second. Let's talk for a minute. Oh, I I, I got to fill time? Yeah. Oh, God. He's going to look at his fucking amps. Um, <laughs> see, you told me to talk. <laughs> you just told me to shut up. Um, Greg, for those that aren't aware, it, uh, also uh, plays music. He's, he's he likes music and and playing music, <laughs> and so he's got a lot of music equipment here, and so he was going to check his amp to see if his amp so is similar a, to the Fender amp in this episode. Mine's a Fender Deluxe Reverb, and um, it's it's not the vintage style, but the Fender amp that is 
on display in this episode is a vintage style, and they used to make Fender Deluxe reverbs like like that amp that he is mm. with the with the tweed coloring. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you can get them now as like a reissue. Um, so they like every couple of like every decade or so, Fender will reissue that style of amp. Sure. And uh, they go up to twelve. They go up to twelve. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Um, and I, I I'm think gonna make one that goes up to thirteen. I think it's really fun <laughs> to make a uh, to make an amp have a have a personality. Yeah, yeah. I also like that he uh, apparently used to work at Jack in the Box. <laughs> that's, <laughs> and I'm wondering how that's spelled. Um. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I'm more wondering, like, if if it's the the fast food company that we or know, or a pun, or yeah, like Jack, like you yeah. know, Audio Jack, yeah, um, which is funny. Could be either one. I think it's both. Yeah, my thought was always that he was like the drive-through speaker at a, <laughs> at a Jack in the Box. <laughs> that's good. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um. There you go. That's canon. Um. Yeah, Fender's great. Um. We didn't talk about the Beastie Boys. Yeah, they had uh, seven albums at the time of this uh, episode's recording. Uh huh. Um, Fry had five. Yep. They and end up with eight. They ha- do they do they currently have eight? BB eight. <laughs> BC Boys eight. Yeah, that's why the that's why it's called that in Star Wars. It is. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. I don't know if you're joking. I'm not. JJ loves the Beastie Boys. That's so stupid. <laughs> Beastie Boys, eight albums. That's what BB-8 mm-hmm. means. That's so silly. Hey, they they got they they allowed that nerd to make two Star Wars movies. <laughs> Not only that, they allowed that nerd to make a Star Wars movie, and then pleaded that he would come yeah. back and do another Please, one. Please, we can't. We can't uh, possibly. We don't want people to be mad at us anymore. Uh, uh, Ryan uh, Johnson. Uh. That's what. People everyone. were mad at the thing he did. That's what everyone who complains about The Last Jedi sounds like to me. Yep, me too. Uh, my penis. Uh. <laughs> oh, my penis hurts. <laughs> because it is always men. It's always men, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Just think about it for a second. Look at the mirror if you don't like The Last Jedi for a second. Are you a man? Of course you are. <laughs> is your penis hurt? Well, probably you should does. get that looked at. Yeah, Don't blame Ryan Johnson. Put a little it. bit of penicillin on that. <laughs> penicillin. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's a bagger. We're yeah, nailing this. I know. We're doing so good. Uh, I So uh, I did want to ask, how yeah. do you feel about the BC Boys? Eh. <laughs> I like sabotage. Sure. Uh, I like Gotta Fight for Your Right. To party. Yeah, yeah. I like that other one. Intergalactic? Yeah. And the other one. Um, uh, uh, shut up, world. Yeah. <laughs> I like those. Yeah. Because um, they're like anthems. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sabotage is like probably my favorite of the ones that I've heard because I I just like how they're used in the Star Trek movies. <laughs> Um, in just in the one, right? Just in Beyond, 
Was it in earlier ones as well? Of course it's in Star Wars, the first one. That's JJ's. Star Trek, Star Trek. Star Trek the yeah. first. It's JJ's. No, I know it's JJ's, but that's why I was that's why I was curious. I'm like, what a weird thing if like it's, it wasn't in his ones. It's in the part... Because he didn't do the third one, right? No, he didn't. Yeah. It's in the part where... Uh, it's in the first scene that uh, that little James Kirk is introduced, stealing his, his stepdad's oh, okay. car. Yeah. He's listening to Sabotage sure. on the radio. Of course. And that's how we know JJ loves the Beastie Boys. What a nerd. Beastie Boys 8. <laughs> um, that's silly. JJ, you're silly. Yeah. Cut think it, he'll ever make out. another movie? Absolutely. Yeah? I think so. He's I just think, cooling off for a while? I, th- I think it'll be, it'll be like... It, it, it'll be something more akin to... Um, what, what, uh, what were some of his earlier? Super 8? Super 8, yeah. I think it'll be more something more akin to that. He'll be like, I want to do something personal. He'll make no. an original film? Yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> we'll see if anyone's allowed to make original work ever again. Yeah. Um, maybe he'll make a Marvel movie. He'll probably make a Spider-Man movie because there will be 10 Spider-Man movies coming out in the next two years. <laughs> oh, yeah, because all of them are getting a sequel, right? <laughs> there's going to be... S- yeah, there's going to be new Garfield. There's going to be new Toby. Yeah. There's going to be a new uh, three New Holland ones. Yeah, three New Holland movies. Um, yeah. Also, there's probably going to be one about Ned Leeds. Right. Um, they're shooting all MJ's of them. MJ's going to get a new, yeah. like her own spinoff. They're shooting them all at the same um, time. Uh, Vulture's going to gonna have... he's Because he's already in... He's in Morbius, so he's going to get right. his own thing. They pushed it back, didn't they? Morbius. I it was supposed to care. come out this, this month. If I have to see that fucking trailer one more time i'm gonna lose it i swear to god i'm gonna lose it he's a vampire man i don't care <laughs> craig nobody, he's dr he's dr michael morbius nobody cares he goes he goes i'm venom and then they go really and he goes no i'm dr michael morbius and it's funny because venom exists in this universe well yeah because he's awesome <laughs> i don't understand how you love that those part's movies. great and like by all logic, you should be so excited for Morbius. No, it's going to suck. <laughs> yeah, just like the Venom movies I have. No, I don't like trash. I like Venom. You, no, you like trash. <laughs> <laughs> they are one and the same. <laughs> I like Venom, and more importantly, I let there be carnage. We all let there be carnage. It's and- still playing in Crowfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? It's insane. I looked it up the other day. I was like, what's playing at the movies in Crowfoot? I wonder if it's literally just the, like the movie theater being like, well, Spider-Man's such a big hit. Yeah. Like, let's bring this one back because people might want to see that. It never left, though. Yeah. It oh, never okay. left. Yeah. Not for one week. It still has four showings a day. That's insane. It is. West Side Story only has two. Yeah. In the whole city. Three in the whole city. Three in the whole city. Because right. there's two at West Hills, but they're in the afternoon. There's one in the yeah. evening at Landmark, which I'm going to tomorrow. I'm excited for you. Finally. Yay. <laughs> I'm glad you're going. I'm glad you're seeing yeah. it in theaters. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, so, anyway, we let there be carnage. Yeah. Um, what else did we do? I said my favorite like tech. What's your favorite oh, yeah. tech? Uh, oh, yeah. We were talking about BC Boys. I, I just want to say uh, I think BC Boys are fun, but I never got into them. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just, I think similar to you, like, I like the, the hits, the singles. Yeah. Um, but I was never, I, I didn't own any albums. I didn't really even really listen to an album, you yeah. know? So like a lot of their non-single hits, I probably wouldn't even, I mean, I'd recognize just based on their musical style, I'm sure, but I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, this one. Um, but it is interesting that they, they brought him in. Um, the, 
uh, one of the three couldn't record, <laughs> so there's really only two of three Beastie Boys in this episode. Um, and then one of them like just voiced the other one also, I think, during their <laughs> like because they all sing together, of course. Yeah. So he just did his parts. Um, uh, I don't know their names, A Rock or something. I don't know. Adam, Adam, something. Sorry to all the BC Boys fans. Sorry to JJ Abrams, who's probably listening. Yeah. Um, and he's like, it's 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 a rock, you idiot. Um, but uh, it's weird. Okay, I want to talk about the jars and the heads a little bit. No. Oh. <laughs> no. Should we save this for next? It's time? probably the thing that I don't like uh, I, that I like the least about Futurama. Yeah. Is the is it. Is this is the way they get celebrities? In. Yes, that's what I wanted to say because it it just it first strikes me the most in this one because it's just like okay so so Beastie Boys have been chosen uh, to be in the celebrity elites that get their heads preserved in jars fine whatever but then they're still doing concerts and they're still playing all their hits from the nine like the two thousands and it's a sold out crowd. <laughs> That's the part that doesn't make sense to me, right? Like, yeah. if they had done this same thing, but it's just Fry and, like, very minimal other... Cr- you know, like, it's a small podunk uh, little basement bar or something, and, like, Fry's the one most excited about it, and there's a bunch of other people who are like, yeah, I love retro music, you know, like, whatever. But the fact that it's, like, a stadium concert still, and, like, everyone in the year 3000 loves the Beastie Boys... Maybe Aqua open for them. Maybe Aqua open for them. Maybe My Chemical Romance is doing their When We Were Young tour. Mm. Um, <laughs> but it just, it, it, it starts to ring uh, false in a way that usually the Futurama writers are more clever to, uh, to subvert, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like, I don't know. If, or if they had like a, like they were the opening band for like a huge, like 30th century, 31st century band. That would work better too, where it's like, oh my god, and Fry's like, oh my god, the Beastie Boys are opening, and he's really excited, and they're like, who the hell are Beastie Boys? You know, mm-hmm. like, like that's just that's the kind of thing they always do, where they like comment on Fry's knowledge of like shit from a thousand years ago to all these other people, yeah, and they don't do it in this, and it just it just it just feels weird, and I think that it starts to become like that with other stuff. They do it really well with the Star Trek episode. Yes, that's the right? one that I always think of. Yeah, because like that's where everyone's like, yeah, Star Trek, what the fuck is that? You know, and then. Fry has to explain it and then it's this whole thing and it's great it's really well done because it 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 comments on fandom by also like saying in a thousand years Star Trek's not gonna matter no one's gonna give a shit about Star Trek it also like I know it's not in the grand scheme of things that big of a deal but it also helps that uh Star Trek is a 40 year old franchise by the time yeah. Fry is like it's in already 1999 old, like it's arguably, old yeah yeah until JJ reboots it, yeah, um, but that that doesn't hurt. And like the last thing that the next gen that the that that the original cast does is the the Undiscovered Country ninety one. I think it's ninety one, maybe ninety. That sounds right. And then yeah. Generations is like ninety three or something. So it's like it's still you know pretty removed from from Fry. Uh, he just happens to enjoy Star Trek. Yeah, well, and it's and it's one of those things where it's clear, just like the writers of Futurama love Star Clearly. Trek, right? Clearly, and that's why they do. I mean, it. they yeah. use the door sound. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's in this yeah. episode. Yeah, whenever there's a, it's like. Tsh. Well, and we talked about in the pilot Shh. as well how like the whole future Shh. is based on what is Star Trek, but poorly made. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good idea. Yeah. Um, 
Anyway, my favorite text is Robot Devil. <laughs> That's great. Great answer. He's, he's um, the best. What about your favorite joke? I, <laughs> I want to say my favorite joke is uh, is not this, but I do want to just shout out the 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 fiddle playing contest. Like that whole segment where he you know he lays out the rules. It's like solid goal. It's like wouldn't that sound terrible? It's just for decoration. And then he does really well. Leela sucks, and then just beats him with the fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they throw the fiddle down, it hits them again. It's just all very, very good. Um, and Their like, whole escape is a very funny set. Yeah, piece. it's all very good. It would be my favorite joke, but just the one that made me laugh the most this time was Hermes saying they got rid of the salt water. And the salt water cooler. <laughs> salt water cooler. And so I'm saying, this is a witch hunt. <laughs> that was my favorite joke as well. Great. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah. I lo- and that's what we talked about this last time. How they like the like they're not they're not friends. They're not all best yeah. friends. Like yeah. it's just a it's a working uh, company. And Hermes and Zoidberg seem to be the most <laughs> often at odds yeah. because Zoidberg's a weird lobster man who doesn't do anything because he's the medic who doesn't know shit. And Hermes is the bureaucrat who's like we're like money is being siphoned. We don't need a salt water tank. Sorry. It's really important that Hermes hates Zoidberg. To me. Yes. In order to portray what I consider a healthy working environment. Yeah. Because Zoidberg should feel better when he's not at work. Yes. (laughs) I just think we all should. We all should. That's the dream. Um, In my dystopian future, of course, uh, no one needs to work. Uh, Everything's uh, uh, automated. Hmm. We might turn into blubber people. Blubber people? Mm-hmm. No, because you're still required to uh, get exercise. <laughs> you get to choose your form of exercise. I don't care. It can be Wii Sports. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> See, you're All right. On board. <laughs> I'm back on board. <laughs> All right. Uh, we should wrap this up because we got another episode to do. Yeah. Uh, notable references, of course. Uh, the title is a pun on um, uh, Hell is Other People, uh, which is from Jean-Paul Sartre's No Exit. You know that play? Yes. Okay. Uh, that's pretty much all it has in common with this episode, though, yeah. uh, is the title. <laughs> um, uh, Dante's Divine Comedy, uh, kind of the the layers of hell, um, you know, level one, level two, et cetera. Um, taken from that, uh, the Trump trapezoid exists, mm-hmm. which, again, in 1999, is just a funny little joke. It's funny. And now it's just sad. Yep. Because <laughs> it's like a harbinger of the future. Yep. Um yeah, uh, because he's gonna be uh, the next president. Uh, Jesus, man! <laughs> Sorry, don't say it with such confidence. I'm pretty confident. <laughs> the forty was it forty sixth and forty eighth president, forty fifth and forty fifth and sorry, yeah. Um, uh, not since Grover Cleveland has there been a non consecutive president, but it is making possible. history. Um, and he's gonna he's gonna tell you all about that, um, <laughs> or he'll die. That's the those are the two options yeah. really I see for America. <laughs> it's either he'll win in twenty twenty four or he'll die. Yeah, I mean, maybe both. I mean, maybe like, he'll he'll win in twenty twenty four. He'll die, and fucking uh, uh, Mitch McConnell will be president because <laughs> he'll be the voice president. I don't know. Biden I don't know was who he's so old though. Biden's very old. Uh, he's the thing is. Okay, I don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> He's so old. I was just gonna say if he doesn't, if he doesn't, 
like run again, which like why wouldn't he? But if they chose someone else, then maybe there'd be a shot. But there's mm. no way Biden's winning a second term. No, um, <laughs> no, absolutely not. Uh, he's, he's got a majority, and he's a lame duck. He's oh god, it's, it's so it's so fucking depressing, but also like not surprising because uh, Democrats can't govern. Um, <laughs> they hate themselves. Hate themselves. <laughs> And uh, the other side are just plain evil. Uh, Devil went down to Georgia, of course, referenced in the fiddle playing contest with the devil. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that I don't know about you. I don't think I heard that song for the longest time. And I saw this episode and I've seen it. I've seen that idea referenced in so many other pop culture things that I just thought it was like a classic tale. I didn't realize it was like invent as far as I know, actually, maybe I'm wrong. But as far as I know, invented by the Charlie Daniels band for that song. Right. The fiddle playing thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thought it was like a classic fable or something. Anyway, Charlie right. Daniels. It's a that's a that's a that's a song that I grew up with. Sure. So I've been like, you're a music boy. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Did you play it on Guitar Hero? No. <laughs> Did you like Guitar Hero? I love the yeah. Guitar Hero. I feel like musicians or like people who actually play guitar hated Guitar Hero. Yeah. And dum dums like me who never played guitar or like didn't play it well at least were like, hey, I can do this. Five buttons? Sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> Four buttons? Whatever. Um, I guess that's it. Great. We did it. We we did it. We'll be back with a flight to remember. That's right. And uh, man, we're almost done season one. Yeah. Look at that. Four more episodes. I should say that this is listed as season two on Disney Plus for those of you who are listening. Ah, who are still, yeah. Who are, who are following, following along on, on Disney on Plus. Disney Plus. Um, which you should because uh, they are unofficial sponsors. Um, <laughs> and unfortunately, book a, book the Boba easiest Fett. way check to, it out. Oh, stop it! Boba Fett's here. Remember, we, remember him. We promise it's not shit. Uh, y- yeah, if you liked Mandalorian, this is not that. Nope, it's all on Tatooine. Yep. Remember the desert planet? Of course you do. It's in every movie. <laughs> it's the planet that we've seen the most of, and now it's the planet you'll see only. Yeah, everyone's favorite part about Star Wars is the it's, one planet. It's not that they going stay on into forever. space. <laughs> and Boba is Fett's, it really just on Tatooine? I didn't watch it, but as far as I know, that's what I've heard. Because they, they're making him like a like a, a mob boss on Tatooine. Is like the whole baby. concept? Okay. Yeah. He's like taking over for the huts or something. Great. Um. Star Wars is trash. Uh, don't watch Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even the originals. Fuck you all. Um, <laughs> I still like Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, you would, you fucking oh simp. Oh my god, alright, enough, enough. <laughs> just kidding. Like I what still, you like. I love Star Wars. Um, <laughs> just being a fucking weirdo. Uh, you can find us on the socials. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Bad Neighbors Pod. Bad Neighbors Pod. Thank you, Greg. You can email us email us at the hammock district on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. Um, send in your questions. Send in your voice questions. We, send in we your questions about specific episodes, if you like, if we're if you're watching along with us. Yeah. Um, tell us your thoughts and ask us some questions um, about specific episodes or questions in general. Preferably like ones we haven't recorded yet. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff in the future. Maybe yeah. you want to watch way into the future. Have a question. Send it to us. We'll get. We'll answer it when we get there. Yeah. Send us voice memos. We'll play them on there if they're you know not mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be nice to us. Yeah. 
we're little babies. Yeah. Um, and you can, uh, of course, subscribe to Boathouse Studios Plus, yep. where you can get all of our bonus content, uh, including our commentaries and our Cinepals returns and other random shit we think of. Sometimes tangent, tangents, but That's right. um, it seems like TBN in the 31st century is uh, full of tangents, baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for listening, everybody. And with, with my, my last breath, breath I, I curse Zoidberg. Zoidberg.